Welcome back to another OMN Coffee Shop conversation at World Cup Coffee and Tea, Northwest 18th and Gleason in Portland. I'm Tom D'Antoni, and today is special. It's the return of Curtis Salgado, what with his return to performing this weekend on the 4th of July at the Safeway Waterfront Blues Festival. He's returning after a heart attack and multiple bypass surgery while he was on the road on the East Coast, and that is the story. Now, while all this is going on, he won three Blues Music Awards. His song, Walk a Mile in My Blues, won the top honor for Song of the Year. Listen for it at the end of the conversation. He also was named Soul Blues Male Artist and received the Soul Blues Award for his album, The Beautiful Lowdown. We always enjoy each other's company when we do these things, so how about we just dive in, all right? Welcome back to the cupping room where we had fun last time you were here. Yes, we did, and it's good to be back to <laughs> yeah, see you, Tom. Yeah, yeah. Um, Here at uh, World Cup Coffee and Tea, the world headquarters of uh, Coffee Shop Conversations at, eight, at Northwest 18th and Gleason. Um, <laughs> well, you know, yeah. got to do it. That's right. <laughs> Someone's got to do it. I don't mind. I'm, I'm honored mind. to be here. Man. <laughs> How are you? I'm fine. Yeah? Yeah. Um, had a little bump in the road there. Literally. A little bump in the road. A little bump in the road. A little bump in the road. Didn't see that coming. I, uh, when do you ever see these things coming? You know? Yeah, exactly. Really. And um, I was, I, folks that are listening, we're talking about, a, I had a mild heart attack. Mm-hmm. And it was so mild, I didn't even know it was a heart attack. And uh, excuse me here, get this out of the way. We just got through playing the night before. Where were you? Um, Rockland, Maine. Wow. And uh, we were had a six-hour drive, mm-hmm. and we were driving to upstate New York. Mm-hmm. Had a gig on a Tuesday night, so we were in Rock. We were in Rockland, Maine on Monday, and then driving Tuesday morning six hours to upstate New York to play this kind of uh, <clears throat> lodge area, lake and a lodge uh-huh. and a blue society. Nice. And uh, I can't pronounce the name of it, so I don't want to even give it a shot. Gotcha. But, um, blue society, um, good money, Tuesday night, yeah. going to sell CDs. Oh, boy. And we're three hours into the trip when I start to feel uncomfortable. And by uncomfortable, I mean a, a very mild, just just uncomfortable and I started shifting in my seat and I shifted around for a little moment or two and I was like I can't get this way and I shifted that uh-huh. way and my drummer uh, his name was is Sean Wolford and he mm-hmm. looks at me and goes are you okay and he kind of points at me and gives me the okay like you okay and I said no nah. and he comes back there he goes what's up and I go I don't know I can't put my finger on it I just kind of feel uncomfortable it's like my my neck kind of hurts and my shoulders. And he goes, really? And he starts massaging my neck. Uh-huh. Now, this doesn't happen. I'm not one of those guys. Right. Where, hey, yeah. You know, yeah. hey, guy, put your hand on my neck. And, right. and I just went, oh, I just, man, that feels great. I yeah. said, oh, my God, yeah, work on that. And suddenly, out of nowhere, my mouth filled up with saliva. Oh, boy. Not like stuff from your stomach or bile. Yeah. I mean, just squirt 
from underneath the glands in your tongue. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. And I mean, it filled up my mouth completely to my bul- wow. my cheeks were bulging. Wow. And he looks at me and I go, when he, and he goes, hey, pull over. I think Curtis is going to be sick. So he yells that out. The driver pulls over, and we are in the middle of nowhere. We're in Vermont by this time, three hours into the trip. We are in, uh, it's called uh, Randolph, Vermont. Uh-huh. There is no city, no town. It was just road and an area, county. And uh, I get out of the van, and I spit the stuff out, and I kind of kind of stretch a little bit, and I feel a lot better already. And my road manager goes, what's up? And I said, I don't know. I can't put my finger on it. And then the, the, I have a driver, and he gets yeah. out and goes, hey, there's an emergency room up the road. I'm like, what? He goes, you want to go to it? No, not really. We got a yeah. gig. Right. right. Right? So we start driving. I'm going, what time is the gig? Next thing I know, my road manager is pulling into the parking lot yeah. whether I want to go or not. Yeah. And I just kind of went, okay, well, that was weird. I get it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I didn't argue. I could have said keep going. But instead, I just, I just went, what if? Uh, but I wasn't thinking heart attack. Anyhow, long story short, I get out of the car and I say to the fellas, I'll be back in about a half an hour. i got to check this out. This mm-hmm. is just too weird. Four hours later. Oh. Four hours later, wow. the doctor comes in and says, you know, your heart has released an enzyme called troponin, and it's only released if your heart's in trouble. I said, what kind of trouble? He goes, ah, I have pieces of your artery break off. Oh. What? Whoa. What? What? Do you, how does that? And then yeah, he goes, you yeah. know, or blockage or a heart disease. And I uh-huh. go, heart disease? What? He goes, well, I think you've had a mild heart attack. And then to make this story short, one thing led to another, whatever. You know, he goes just up the road. We can't take care of you here, but you need to be checked out because of this, your heart, something's up. So less than an hour up the road is one of the finest hospitals that deal with cardiology in the world. (laughs) So this emergency room and this hospital are an hour apart from each other in the middle of nowhere. Where's the hospital? It's in Lebanon, New Hampshire. <laughs> and the and the emergency room was in, you know, Vermont. And I mean there's nothing around for miles. It was just like it was like a higher power just went, yeah. Yee, Curtis, you're in. and so I could show it to you here, your listeners can't, but uh, they did an angiogram. Yeah. And it was Are you on your wrist? Yeah, yeah. exactly. They, and uh, they did that with me. Be, the Angie. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I got a pacemaker. Oh. I'm, so yeah. you've got a stent? No. No. Every, every, every doctor was saying, okay, look, uh, this looks like uh, you know, a normal case. Right. I'm going to go in there. We're going to find something. We're going to put a stent. And you go home tomorrow, right? You're right. That's what they said right. that was going to happen to me. And they didn't find anything. Right. Which, like, pissed me off. Like, right. no, I don't, no, I want something you can fix. Right. You know? Makes sense. You know, but I had heart block. Mm. Yeah. Well, I had the same thing. Yeah. I had four. Wow. I, they said, you're going to get a stint. You you know everything. I, I, do you guys edit this stuff? Is this no. live or No, I, never, I don't edit anything. Well, I don't want to talk about it, and we'll end with this. Is <laughs> they, they were going, you know what? Your EKGs are good. Your heart is good. Your mm-hmm. blood pressure is good. Your yeah. diabetes, mm-hmm. your sugar is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, we think we're get, you're going to get a stent, but let's right. see what. So, yeah, yeah. and then it just turned out that my heart was so damaged 
that they couldn't mm. believe I was walking. And Jeez. they said, we're going to operate on you now. Mm. And instead of sending me home, they did the operation right there. And uh, I even said, are you doing this just to get money here? I mean, you know, and they go, are you yeah. kidding me? You've had this happen to you and this and this and you're yeah. high risk. We're not doing this for, yeah. we're doing this to save your ass, basically. Because wow. we're not sending you home. Jeez. And that's, that was it. Right then I had another 16 dates to do. Uh-huh. Everything stopped. Uh-huh. And it was just like, what the, you know. The band had, was sitting out for four hours. Michael went out and said, looks like Curtis has had a heart attack. And it's, you know, my road manager had to figure out how to fly them home in the mm. next few days. Mm. 16 gigs down the tube, thousands of dollars, da-da-da. I have insurance, but I don't have, you know, it's the... Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? My out of pocket right. is going to be, yeah. I don't know, 100 grand, Jeez. which I don't have. Right. So we got to figure out how to do it. And so, Jeez. enough of that, though. Let's well, how are you doing? Music. Now? I mean, how, how's, how's the recovery gone? Recovery, I just, today I was in um, physical therapy, mm-hmm. and that's like a half an hour on the treadmill yeah. at about four miles an hour, mm-hmm. or four. It's, it's, I build myself up from mm-hmm. 3.1 up to 4 by the end of the half an hour. Mm-hmm. And then I get on a rowing machine, uh-huh. and then I lift some weights, yeah. and then I'm out of there. And I've been doing that every other day for the last seven weeks, and I have another seven more to go. Wow. Now, was this before or after the Blues Music Awards? This was, uh, oh, you mean the heart attack? Yeah. Uh, this was before the before it. Blues, oh, yeah, yeah. man. But they'd already put in the votes. Yeah, yeah. So that made me feel better. Yeah, yeah. I don't want sympathy votes. No, 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 no. I, if that's what you were. No, you know, no, I just no, want, no. I was just the, wondering. The operation when, was. When that uh, felt. Because you, oper- yeah. you cleaned up. Uh, the operation um, was May 10th. Huh. The heart attack was May 7th. Yeah. The operation was May 10th. Yeah. I spent two weeks in New Hampshire uh-huh. and then flew home. And then got you're supposed to got a doctor finally here, got this finally there, finally got into physical therapy mm-hmm. uh, seven weeks ago, yeah. and then I have another seven to do. Wow. And what do you mean by cleaned up? At the Blues Music Awards. Oh, I cleaned up. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant no, no. I mean like no. clean and sober. No, and then, and yeah, I also yeah. didn't mean yeah, yeah. you're going to walk in with a three piece suit either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hey, you clean up good. You ever yeah, have yeah. people tell you that? You clean up good. Hey, clean up. Yeah. That's kind of a less well, kind of, I was going there too. It's, it's like, a left-handed wow. compliment, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Um, so have you done any performing, any singing? In the, I haven't done anything. Not even one on John, John, not even gone to one of the John Mazzocco's gigs? And, and no, 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 no. I tell you why. There's several no. reasons why. Yeah. Um, one is it would be discredit to the people, and there is that I... All these people have saved my life yeah. for the last decade. Yeah. Um, that have donated money to keep me financially mm-hmm. eating, paying rent, help paying the doctor bills. And uh, because uh, when I had my liver transplant, I had no insurance. And that was incredible. And they had this big, you know, it seems like, here, I'll tell you this. 
I am rich in friends, and I am famous in, a, in the eyes of God. Yeah. You know, I'm rich and famous. I just, yeah. I am not wealthy. I don't make, you know, I'm, I'm an artist that, that's how I make my living. Right. You know, I've never made, uh, I've never made $100,000 or I'm, I don't have whatever. And I'm not, um, I am not complaining about that. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. it seems to me that what's happening to me is what I give out musically People give back in love and in love. Yeah. I owe the universe. Uh, I, I really do that. And this time, it's just really, it, it's uh, my sister put together this thing called You Caring. Yeah. And people are donating to it. And then Lloyd Jones uh-huh. has, has got two tip jars on Monday. <laughs> Check this At out. At the Muddy Rudder? At the Muddy Rudder. Yeah. And it's like, he knocks on my door. <laughs> this is five weeks ago. Yeah. And my girlfriend answers, and he goes, "Hi, what'd you guys say? Hey, Lloyd, what are you doing? What are you doing here? You know, I mean, he doesn't. He comes over once in a while, but this was totally unannounced. Yeah. And he handed me, uh, handed me a wad of money. Wow. He says, "Hey, this is for you." And then check this out. The next Tuesday, he yeah. did the same thing. Wow. And the next Tuesday, he did the same thing. Jeez. And he's been doing it every Tuesday. Literally, he has been keeping me alive. That tip jar, yeah. and him being generous. I mean, it's, I can't even keep a straight face. It's beautiful. I mean, who does that? And I'm telling you, like, for instance, when I went on the road, my car wasn't working. and had a bad alternator and a couple of belts missing. I was going to take care of it when I get home. When I got home, I was like, I need to go to physical therapy. Lloyd shows up and goes here. So I went and got a couple of belts for the alternator. Uh Uh Uh-huh. Right, and I got some tags for my car, yeah. and Lloyd paid for it. Wow, you know, or the people at right. Muddy Rudder yeah. paid yeah. for it. But he's a, be, I hope this doesn't sound too violin-y. No, not at all. No, no. I'm telling you, no, man. It's, it's, it's no, no. It's, it's, uh, I'm stunned. There's a difference between you know true yeah. sentiment and schmaltz. Yeah, yeah. 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 But it, it, I, it, it's hard to, it's hard to explain. Yeah. It's like, how do you pay that back? Yeah. Oh, just play your music. It's like, man, you, you know, you know, it's, yeah. it doesn't right. seem to balance out. No, but <laughs> you know, that's how people feel. Like, oh, you know, no. I mean, uh, the uh, when when the news hit, you know, I mean, uh, it was it hit it hit hard. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah I did a whole set on the radio. Yeah, a whole bunch of tunes from yeah. from Wiggle Out of This and all, you know old old stuff of yours and you know the new stuff and. Well, I love uh, you. Thank yeah, you. Well, you know, I mean, got to do it. Got to do yeah. it. Uh, and then it's hard to take. I'm not the. I'm not a handout guy. <laughs> I, I understand. I'm too got too much pride for that. I understand. I play music, and this is well, how you work too I hard. Do it, you know, yeah, you work too hard for that. I understand. You know, so yeah, yeah. This is this is it. I don't expect. Yeah. I'm not an entitlement person. Right. You know, right. I am. I'm so loved. It's embarrassing. <laughs> you know, this is like man. I, this, you know, just just. You and know. you just gotta learn how to. Uh, Give it back. Yeah. yeah. Try and be nice to your... Yeah. Try, I try to be nice to everybody. Yeah. So how are you feeling about the Blues Festival gig? Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill it. Oh. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> I was thinking of walking out with a... You know, <laughs> you know, I'm going to walk out with like a thing and then throw it away. You know, a walker. A yeah, walker. walker, yeah. yeah I might do that. You know? <laughs> come out with a walker. 
You know, like little tennis balls. Well, that's, on that's it. like Bobby Bird putting the putting the cape over James exactly, Brown. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it said. Somebody help you. You know. <laughs> it said that. Um, yeah, I don't know if you folks remember this. Ever heard of Joe Tex? Sure. Joe Tex is the. He was the master of that stuff. That He's right? the guy that invented yeah. the microphone and then kicked yeah. the stand. Is that right? He was doing that before yeah. James Brown. <laughs> and. Um, and so he used to come on in a in a cot or a, a stretcher. <laughs> you know, oh my God, I've had a heart attack! And then, you know, then he'd jump off the stretcher and come back. You know, I listened to the other day. I listened to I done finger popped myself into the poorhouse. You ever heard that song? No, <laughs> it's a Joe Tex tune. No, yes, it's a great. What? I done finger popped myself into the poorhouse. Please play that. <laughs> You've got to play that before I, I go. I, oh, okay. Yeah. I'll right, we'll find it. If you could find that, <laughs> I'm a huge Joe Tex fan. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um, so, uh, well, you know, let's let's just get back for a second to the Blues Music Awards. Okay. Uh, you know, that song, you talked to me about that song last time you were in here, because it had just come out. Walk a Mile in My Blues. Yeah, and, you t- and what you told me was that that is the truest autobiographical song on the album, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, as far as, like, picking stuff from, you know, I've been cut yeah. from stem to stern. Yeah. Sold back up again. Yeah. I did not lose my brother to the needle. Okay. And I didn't lose my wife to her best friend. No. <laughs> but, uh, you know... Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, on the road, been on the road mm-hmm. for years. Yeah. You know. yeah, yeah. Well, obviously that that, that song resonated with everybody because it won yeah. it won it won it the won best the song. Award. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, you know what? I was hoping it would. Yeah, that was a big one. Yeah. That's the one I was. Yeah. Let me let me tell you. I'm not trying to be Mr. Humble here, but I am very humble about it. My girlfriend said, "Did you know the awards are happening right now?" I said, "What?" <laughs> She goes, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Today's Thursday. That's right. The Memphis Awards are on. And she gets on there and she looks it up and she goes, it looks like you just won one. I did? <laughs> I said, I did? Yeah. She goes, yeah. And then there was a pause and then she goes, it looks like you just swept it. <laughs> and I went, what? I got up went, yeah. <laughs> so, not too humble. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. yes. Well, why not, man? You put, yeah, a, lot, yeah. you put a lot so, into that album. Um, but it just tells you where my, my head is like. It's like yesterday. I was late to this yeah, yeah. gig because I space out, man. Yeah, well. Oh, yeah, the awards. I forgot about that. <laughs> you know, if I would have went, it would have been a discredit to the people. That's, that was to answer your other question. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, people are donating money and stuff. And um, if I go play somewhere and stuff, and look, I'm okay, but still I want your, you know, it's just like, you know. And I'd just been, in the last two weeks, yeah. starting to feel like, okay, I can do this. Yeah. So we just started a rehearsal yesterday. Uh-huh. For what? For the Blues Festival. Okay. And so I week? haven't played until... I've been at home singing. Yeah. I've been at home doing little vocal warm-ups. Uh-huh. I've had a couple of keyboard players come over to the house uh-huh. and uh-huh. go through s- songs. I started yeah. that about a month ago. Huh. Just to see where I sit. I'm going uh-huh. and working out and... Uh-huh. Uh, you're not really fully healed. I think you know yeah. this until yeah. about a year or so. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be, I still kind of, if I put my arms like that, this hurts yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's still kind of. You still got that upright piano? 
Yeah. Yeah. I have that. Remember when I, remember when I came out to the TV yeah. story on you? Yeah, yeah. And the, the guy back at the station said, I'll bet you 25 bucks you can't get anything new out of Curtis Salgado. Remember you, that? That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. That was for you, wasn't it? It was for me, yeah. God. The brain of a... Did you guys film that? Yeah. Yeah. Put it on television. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yes. yes, indeed. And uh, and I collected the fucking money, too. Yeah, good. <laughs> You can say the f bomb on this. Yeah. Oh fuck me, running. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be darned. <laughs> yeah, I just like you know, and I, it wasn't like a thing that that um, that I did on purpose. Right. Oh, I'm gonna get him to play the piano. No, on. no, no. We were just talking. We <laughs> yeah, hang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. loaned me an album that I gave you back five yeah. years later. Yeah, that's true. I think you so. said you had a, another one. I think so. I think I have yeah. two of yours. Yeah, I, I did have two Otis Blackwells. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah, I yeah. know right where it is. <laughs> okay. I went from I'm, rehearsal to here. Obviously, I'm not in a hurry. <laughs> that was, uh, let's see, that must have been back in uh, God. 2003 or so, something like that. Could be. <laughs> 12 years ago, 14 Jeez. years ago. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right, well, 12 years later, <laughs> I have a heart attack. Yep, yep. Yep. Lord have mercy. <laughs> this is fun. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so who's in the band at, at the Blues Festival? At the Blues Festival is Brian Foxworth. Oh. She's the champion there of you go. every band in town. It's true. I was playing. Tracy, you know, I, it, my, it's my band. It's yeah. Tracy Arrington. Alan yeah. Hager's been playing with me for mm-hmm. almost a year now, for mm-hmm. a year. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Alan teaches guitar mm-hmm. so he doesn't really need to go on the road he makes yeah. a good living teaching he yeah. doesn't need to go out and stuff but i said alan do you want to he goes okay and uh he he loves it he's out there he's unique so alan by the way listeners is a guitar player here in town his name is alan hager and uh he can read fly shit and plays guitar, and he can do anything you hand him. He could conduct an orchestra if you want. He has a master's degree from New England Conservatory. Mm-hmm. However, when he was a young man, mm-hmm. when he was 17, him and Terry Robb, yeah. and Terry was on the other end of the phone, and uh, Alan was the one who was chosen to do the calling. They called up uh, Sunhouse. <laughs> they saw Sunhouse's address on the back of an album. <laughs> And so Alan went to the Portland Library. Mm-hmm. This is when he was 17 years old. So yeah. This is over 40 years ago. <laughs> and checked out a phone book from Rochester, New York, wow. which is where Sunhouse lived. Mm-hmm. And Sunhouse, for you listeners out there, is one of the first of the Delta Blues men. Yeah. I mean, Robert Johnson, mm-hmm. all these guys. Uh, 1920s, music from the 1920s. Mm-hmm. Sunhouse. The guy that supposedly taught Robert Johnson. So, Alan goes to the library, checks out a phone book, looks up his phone number, calls him up. Terry Robb is listening on the other end, and (laughs) he calls up Sunhouse to wish him happy birthday. Oh, man. Yeah. Alan's been into it a long time. So, here's a blues guy. I mean, a young blues nerd like you and I, R&B, not just blues, but rhythm and blues and jazz and music. And then Alan later went on to go to the New England Conservatory of Music on the East Coast and uh, get a master's degree. Mm -hmm. So he is a superb musician who's also a greasy, funky character, you know. (laughs) 
He's not just like, you know. Yeah. It, uh, you yeah. When, you, when you say oh, New England Conservatory, oh, that's pretty square. That doesn't, you know, no, this guy is greasy. Yeah. And, but yeah. he can yeah. read music. Yeah. You could, yeah. You could play him a song and he could tell you, oh, that's an E flat seventh. And then it goes, and as it goes, as the song goes by, he can name me the chords. <laughs> I wish I could do that. I wish no, I, I could do I, that. I went up to uh, uh, Clyde's a few times when you were sitting in oh, with, yeah. with him and, and Mazzocco well, and, and Carlton. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's pretty deep. Yes. Yes. You know, yeah. I think it, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the last time I played. Is that right? S- sides on the road, yeah. Yeah. I love doing that. It's, you know, I mean, yeah. it's Mazzocco. It's yeah, Carlton yeah. Jackson. It's Alan yeah, Hager. Yeah. I mean, can't, what's can't not to like? That. Can't miss that. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm just happy to be there. So you got horns? Yes, we have horns. I'm sorry. That's okay. So it's Tracy Arrington on yep. bass, yep. Brian Foxworth on drums, Alan Hager on guitar, and I kind of went off on a tangent That's on okay. him. One of my oldest and dearest and an amazing musician from New York City, but original originally was in the original um, uh, stilettos that I used to oh, have. Oh, yeah. Joy Heineman on uh-huh. keys uh-huh. and Brian Harris on keys. And horn section is, uh, I can't remember, what's Lars's last name? I have a trouble. Oh, yeah, on. I know who you mean. Uh, God, he's wonderful, too. Sorry. Sorry, Lars. It'll, 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 it's in there. It's, okay. it, it'll, I'm having it'll, a brain cramp. It's a, just, it'll, it'll come out. Don't worry about it's it. It's Lars. And um, David Mills on trumpet All and right. Gary Harris on tenor. Whoa. That's so pretty, I use these guys all the They'll be yeah. going with me to Canada. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. my first date's July 4th. Yeah. And then, boom, I'm out. Is that right? I'm on the road. Where are you going? Canada, mm-hmm. uh, Quebec, mm-hmm. and then over to Boise, Idaho for a while. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of around here. Yeah. And back over to, uh, like, I... I uh, mostly around Oregon, Washington, Idaho. I lost a lot of money. Yeah. yeah and so yeah. I can make up for it in my home. And my home is Idaho, California, Oregon, uh-huh. Washington, yeah. Idaho. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty much a yeah. circuit. Yeah. And then I go across the United States, and uh, we usually pick up gigs from about Topeka, Kansas, uh-huh. all of the East Coast, and then back. And yeah. that's my territory. Unless uh-huh. I go to Europe. I'll be going to France in uh, the end of August through the first week of September for two weeks. That's hard I've to tell. I've done this about... <laughs> yeah. This will be my fourth time to France. Uh-huh. France, Belgium, Finland, wow. Germany. Wow. But mostly France. Mm-hmm. And I'm having a ball over there. I bet. I mean, I... I uh, and the thing is, is I have a French band. You do? Yeah. Ah. So it's not, it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's, uh, I'll tell you a little something here. Mm-hmm. Within the, within the confines of American music and the circles that I run in and stuff, back in the day, 25, 30 years ago, you went to Europe and they didn't really have it down. I think they had better jazz players and they had blues players and mm-hmm. R&B players. Mm. They hadn't really, by they, I mean musicians from Europe, Germany, mm-hmm. France, mm-hmm. Italy. They didn't really have, to me, uh, quite the grasp of American music. In other words, the little nuances, uh-huh. the little greasy things, the little things that make it 
you know, the attitude towards it, how to approach it. It's just, it's kind of like learning French, uh-huh. the language. Uh-huh. You know, there's uh-huh. a certain thing that Americans right. aren't going to. Yeah. But uh, yeah. nowadays, over there in Europe, there's killer players, uh-huh. and they get it. Uh-huh. And so I can go to France and play with these musicians that kill it, that uh-huh. knock it out of the park. Uh-huh. Great guitar players, great drummers, great bass players. And so there's a French band over there that I play with, and sometimes I hook up with... Uh, uh, I've hooked up only once, not sometimes. Uh-huh. But I'm looking forward to doing it again with this horn section out of Germany. And uh, a couple of those guys are expats uh-huh. that are Americans. Yeah, yeah. But... Uh, and they play with a lot of, you know, they're playing with Bootsy, and they're playing uh-huh. with this, uh-huh. and they, uh-huh. you know, but uh, kind of like have horn section, will travel. Yeah. yeah. My point is, is that in Europe, uh, they, they're playing American music. Now, yeah. Yeah. promoters still want to have, you know, the American, you got to come from America. Yes. Right. Yes. But they're starting to loosen up on their own, uh-huh. or their own people, uh-huh. and realizing uh-huh. that. You know, because I go over there, and you know how much money you save by not bringing your own band. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. why is that? Because usually they'll pay you X amount of dollars, mm-hmm. but you got to out of take out of that X amount of dollars, you got to pay for flights. Sure. So if they give you blah blah amount of dollars, and that means the money that I'm making in Europe has just got cut in half because mm-hmm. I'm bringing six guys with me, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. At right. thousand bucks a pop. Right. Yeah. So there's five, six, four, five, six thousand dollars out of the payment that yeah. you're getting. Yeah. Does so that you, make you, sense? You, so you're going to start to get well. So does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. if I go over there, I, I save six grand. Right. Six, seven, eight, yeah, yeah. five, four, it doesn't matter. You save a lot of money. And I used to not be able to, and I'm not the only one. I used to be, and I, you know, you got you to gotta bring your American band. Yeah. I just take myself over there. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I've been doing in France. Wow. I still love bringing my band, and I still do that. But mm-hmm. for France, I use a French band. Yeah, yeah. And they're killer. Very, very good. Well, at a time like this, when you when you when you lost so much money and all this and all, and all that, yeah, you know, that has no, yeah, yeah, that, but the that thing, has yeah, nothing no. to. Well, has to no, I'll make to up for it. that money here okay, right. around here. All right, okay. I'm just talking in a bigger picture. Yeah, yeah. yeah this isn't yeah. about uh, losing money. That yeah. that'll all be made up this summer. Yeah, <laughs> you know, somehow. <laughs> you know, that isn't why I'm going to. You know, hey, you know, I, I just. Uh, yeah. If I had a heart attack or not, I was already going over there. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't know how you do it. Do what? <laughs> do what? You don't have a choice, Keep coming do you? Back. Well, no, I guess you do. Gotta, you don't have a choice. No, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Let me tell you something, and I'm happy to say this over the air. People come up to me and they say, God, how do you do it, man? It's just like, I can't believe you're so inspiring. And that makes me feel really good. It's just mm-hmm. such a nice thing to say. But I don't know if it's really, um, really merited because you do the same thing. This is all I know how to do. And you listeners, you do the same thing. There's no use whining about it. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Every moment, you're, we're in a moment right now. And then this moment will go through. And if 
that's it. You don't have a choice. Yeah. It's pick yourself up and dust yourself off and move on down the line. Hmm. I, you know, I don't have a choice, and I'm not whining about it. I mean, literally, when this was happening, I was more upset about my band, and then yeah. I couldn't get on the road than I was about a open heart surgery. And I'm not bragging. Yeah. That's just how my brain works. Yeah. I looked at the doctor and said, so is the tour over? And he goes, what tour? I go, well, we're on tour. He goes, who are you? I go, we're a band out of Portland, Oregon. He goes, where's your band? I said, in the parking lot. Can we play? What, what is this? What's a, what's a stint? He goes, it's a little thing they put in your... How long does it take to heal? I said, yeah. when can I go back on the road in a week or so? He goes, no. How long have you been on tour? Two weeks. How long you got? I said two weeks. He goes, no, you're going to have to. Yeah. You're going to have to. Yeah. Your tour is over with. Wow. And I said, fuck. Yeah. Really loud. He well, kind of stepped back. Well, I wasn't very nice, but he kind of looked at me, and I looked at my road manager and went, fuck, like that. Yeah. You know? yeah. God damn it. And he goes, well, Curtis, I'll tell the band. My road manager. And he yeah, left. Yeah, yeah. And I go, oh, man. Well, how long is a stint? And da 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 da. You know. Right. So, what's my point? Is like you get on with it. Yeah. You know, I don't really like. Oh my God! I'm gonna have this. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not that way. <laughs> You're not that way. Well, so and yeah. and then okay, and then you get comfortable and you're you're in pain, but it's like, well, I can I can deal with this, you know. <laughs> it's kind of like this, so don't do that. It hurts when I do this. I don't do that. It's, it's, so yeah. don't it's do like that. Any young man, you know? Right? Yeah. yeah. So it's like, oh, I'll just sit here like this. You know? <laughs> don't cough or sneeze. Yeah. Don't do anything. You know. Don't yeah. make me laugh. Right. But you know. Doctor. My girlfriend made me laugh, and my mm-hmm. road manager is like, "Stop it! You're killing me!" You know, <laughs> doctor. I want to. That's, that's the. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah. like when you're giving me that compliment, it is such a nice thing. But the bottom line is, folks, and we all know it. It's just like I'm the one dealing with it. I can deal with it. I'll yeah, deal with it. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I, doctor. I, I want a second opinion. You're ugly too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That's great. <laughs> It hurts when I do this. Don't, Don't do, do that. that. Yeah, I'd like a second opinion. You're ugly, too. That's it. Um, yeah, people, believe me, yeah. you pick yourself up, you dust yourself off, you move on down the line, you're gracious, you take responsibility. Yeah. I take full responsibility. You know, I, I, um, my father mm-hmm. had seven bypass. Wow. So. Jeez. Uh, absolutely off the chart. I, I thought it was all because of my knuckleheadedness with diabetes, which I hate to say this, but I've been a knucklehead diabetic. In other words, I'll eat a meal, yeah. and then I won't shoot up behind it, yeah. and uh, shoot insulin, yeah. and I forget, huh. but not anymore. Not anymore. No. Yeah, yeah. So, so that, uh, that kind of went wrong there, but... You know, I, I I hope I'm I hope I'm not wrong in in assuming that since you know you you did so good at the at the, at the Blues Music Awards that Alligator wants another record. I will see. You know, uh, that's my last record with them until I give them another one, and they, either they're going to accept it or they won't. And uh, I have made another record with really? Alan. Really. And I've made a acoustic record. Wow. And. Um, it's all pre-war blues. Whoa. So we're going to shop it, uh-huh. shop it to record labels. We'll yeah. see who puts yeah. it out. Yeah. What, kind of, what, what, what are some of the tunes? Me. 
Um, we've done an old jazz Gillum tune. Uh-huh. We've done um, old Sonny Boy Williamson tune. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, Muddy Waters, I Can't Be Satisfied. Oh, yeah. And we didn't plan on it. It was just so good. We did it, and we were actually warming up. <laughs> and uh, Alan went into I Can't Be Satisfied, and, and uh, I got great musicians. Sometimes it's to... Uh, oh, so it's not, it's not a duo. It's just me and Alan. That's what I'm saying, And yeah. then sometimes it's me and Alan and a bass. Gotcha. Sometimes it's just me and Alan, no bass, just Alan and drums. Wow. Me <laughs> and LaRonda Steele. Whoa. So the instrumentation is drums and guitar, uh-huh. and then me and LaRonda. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the the song is uh, uh, just me and Alan, like mm-hmm. I said, me and Alan with a bass, me and Alan with just piano mm-hmm. and bass, me and Alan with drums, piano, like that. Mm-hmm. All I think there's one song that has bass, drums, and uh, guitar, mm-hmm. a three piece, mm-hmm. but that's like. One or two songs, that's it. The yeah. rest is either yeah. just me yeah. and Alan or me and Alan and another yeah. instrument. Yeah. 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 Real acoustic. Uh-huh. All of it pre-war blues. Wow. Except for the Sonny Boy Williamson song, uh-huh. I'm Too Young to Die. Yeah. yeah. And uh, then I wrote these songs with Alan that are um, basically um, have the feely of just, have the feely, have the feeling of just old... I wrote a song that's like a John Lee Williamson mm-hmm. song. Mm-hmm. You know, a John Lee Williamson, Sonny Boy? Yeah. That kind of bluebird thing. Yeah. It's Piano by Jimmy Pugh. Uh-huh. Alan on guitar, just doing accompaniment. Uh-huh. And uh, Jimmy Bott. Huh? And me on harp. So no bass, huh. no uh-huh. two guitars, no whatever. It's just basically uh-huh. piano, drums, and guitar. So it's very acoustic. Mm. And, there, geez, there's got to be five things that just me and Alan. Wow. You know, so what are you going to do if Alligator says that we want one that sounds like the last one? Uh, we want one that sounds like that? <laughs> yeah, the last well, one. Well, I'm already yeah. writing that. All right, but it good. won't sound like the last one. <laughs> My next record is going to yeah. be up-tempo. Yeah. I mean, up-tempo. I'm going to make a rock and roll record. Really? Yeah. Or up-tempo. When you say rock and roll, what, what do you mean? Well, the king of rock and roll to me is the Rolling Stones. Or uh, like a Rolling Stones, uh-huh. like a uh, John Hyatt, like uh-huh. um, uh, put on your kid gloves. Your, you know, he wrote that for Bonnie Raitt. Yeah. You know, I asked Chris, one- you ever remember Chris, Chris Whitley? Yeah. That, yeah. that kind of. Uh, I also like, uh, uh, I don't know, I like up, up tempo, up tempo funk. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. The Limbo Maniacs. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Rolling Stones, kind of. Mm-hmm. You can't help but go there with that kind of yeah. great guitar intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm much, you can't be the Rolling Stones, but that kind of just rawness that they have. Yeah. So I'm trying and still to, do. And so, oh, Jesus. And, and I'm trying to write in that. Wow. Just rap and you know, just yeah, rock yeah. and roll. And then I'm writing a few kind of a New Orleans. They're right. Kind of second line. Second line, Huey Piano Smith. All right. And I got another one that's uh, kind of kind of rockabilly. Really. Mm-hmm. Huh. Huh. You know, I asked Wanda Jackson one time. I said, mm. "Who was the real king of rock and roll? Was it Elvis Presley or Jay Lee Lewis?" And she said. 
Elvis, no question. Really? Which yeah. surprised me. Right. Because he did all those stupid movies in which he did. Right, right. Well, he stopped singing rock and roll, really, you know. Right. Uh, and you would think because Jerry Lee was always the, always the one who, who, who stuck with the rockabilly and, and never stopped, and you would think that. that no, she said no. No. Right. Yeah. Well, that's kind of hard to argue with, because to me, Johnny Cash would tell you it's um, Carl Perkins. Carl Perkins, right? <laughs> and then to me, yeah. to me, Curtis right. Salgado, it's Little Richard. <laughs> well, Little yeah. Richard is the king of rock. And Correct. Rock. That's Correct. that. Correct. That guy right there. Everything about that's dangerously, yeah. Yeah. you know, that's dangerous is there. Did you, you know? Did you ever read for his sexuality? Yes. What he, how he lived, this yeah. who he is and stuff, and he still is, you know. And, and nobody can touch him as far no. as singing. No. Has the most incredible rock and roll voice yeah. ever to walk. The and earth. piano playing too. Right. Nobody played like that. No. You ever read Earl Palmer's autobiography? Jerry Lee Lewis. Have you read his book? No. no. Oh man, he is insane. I mean, that's a close. When you're talking Jerry yeah. Lee Lewis, I gotta. Once you got to read that book because yeah. you're going to walk away thinking he's the king of rock and roll, <laughs> and he, he well, you know, pretty much is yeah, one I of know, them, right? Uh, but, I mean, but, he's uh, neck and neck. I'm yeah, telling you, the book yeah. is insane. But Earl Palmer said that because he, he played on a lot of those sessions, yeah, you know, at Little Richard sessions. He said that Little Richard made him change the way he mm-hmm. played. Earl Palmer is the yeah. is the inventor of the, he, the backbeat. He was the big beat, the strong beat. He right. was Earl, Earl Palmer was the big beat, right? Which keeps you rocking in your seat. That's right. Yeah, he's God, you sound like an <laughs> MC. You ready for the big beat? Keep you rocking in your seat. Everybody say yeah. That's what I do. That's what I do on Friday nights. Either. Right, right. Um, but uh, yeah, I got to meet Earl Palmer. I met him in Los Angeles. I met him too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a. You know, he's on serious cat. Stuff. Yeah, he is serious cat. Yeah. In his book, he said he didn't like Professor Longhair. I know, which I know. surprised me to death. Wow. I was like, "What? Wow, man!" But yeah, well, he dug little Richard, and, yeah, and, and yeah. Professor yeah. plays circles around little Richard. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, I don't know. Well, you know, I think Earl Palmer is one of those New Orleans cats because all those New Orleans cats. Rock and you know all the funk guys, all the R and B guys, they all wanted to be jazz musicians. They all are <laughs> jazz. Musicians. Well, I know that, but you right. know that's what they want. If they could have done that their right. entire career, they would probably would have you know. Tell, tell them you've been to New Orleans many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went to New Orleans and went the first time, and I've been there a bunch of times. But my first trip to New Orleans is 1980s. Can yeah. I talk about it? Yeah. So it's 1980, and I go there, and I went to there to see Professor Longhair. Mm-hmm. That's why I went. Yep. And I heard yeah. about this. Heritage Festival, the Jazz oh, yeah. Heritage Festival. Yeah. I go there, Professor Longhair passed away, yeah. and I thought, I was so disappointed, I almost didn't go, but ah, I'm going to go anyhow. And so I went. Now here I am in a club, and mm-hmm. it, it was like, this was the lineup. Smokey Johnson on drums. Oh, jeez. And this guy named Willie T. Sure. Did She's Just Teasing Willis Me. Willis Turbenton yeah. is his real name. Yeah. Yeah. So and, and Willie T's the guy that brought music to the Mardi Gras Indians. Yeah. He was the first. Right. So anyhow, I'm going to go see Willie T. And I'm thinking yeah. he's going to go, she's just teasing you. Uh-huh. Dun, 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 dun. You ever hear that song? Sure. To me, yeah. right? I'm, I'm uh-huh. thinking, oh, man, this is going to be great. This band 
And there was Wynton Marcellus and some <laughs> other guy and another guy and Smokey Johnson, and they played the most, and I'm a big jazz fan, mm-hmm. they played hard bop and yeah. severe <laughs> jazz. Yeah. And I watched a piccolo player get up and play Mm -hmm. giant steps at a million (laughs) miles an hour. And I can't stand flute. And this guy was playing piccolo. And you could hear every note clear and hear his thoughts. And, I mean, they were going, this guy's just playing piccolo. And I literally stood up, and there's Willie T. And all he did was play like McCoy Tyner. All night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. it isn't just like they wish those guys do play jazz. Yeah. All of those guys yeah. were jazz players. They don't make their money that way, though. Yeah, yeah. They don't yeah. make their money that no, way. Uh-uh. So, I mean, <laughs> severe. I was just like, my God, these guys. I mean, the musicianship yeah. Yeah. there was just yeah. off the chart. Yeah. And yeah. Wynton Marcellus was there. Yeah. You know, and this is 1980, and yeah. Wynton Marcellus hadn't even broken out yet. Right. I, first time I went to New Orleans was about 1972. God. And I'm jealous. that was before. That was really before. You that saw that all Professor Long. I saw here. Professor Long, but I saw Professor Long here in New Jersey. <laughs> he was because I was. Living, you, I, you know, I'm from Baltimore, and he I was am not he was, worthy. And he was, and I drove. I drove a car. I had this old beat up car. Me and me and my girlfriend, and we we had fake tags. I mean, <laughs> registered. Right. We barely made it. You know, um, and uh, because but we had to go. We had to go see Professor Long here. Yeah, right? yeah. And it was great. But it was in this like. That's sort, why you went? Sort of, yeah. yeah it was yeah. like it was in this like civic auditorium, you know, that like, it was like some concert series, and like most of the people there didn't know who he was, you know, but it was, wow. it was but still, it was Professor Long here, you know. At the, at the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival, you got you to gotta fist bump me here. We're All fist right. bumping. All right. But anyway, so I went to go to New Orleans in 72, and... And that was bef- this, this was before the, 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 the New I'm Orleans thing. I'm in high sound. school in 72. <laughs> this is before the New Orleans thing came, really came back. This makes you about 105. Yeah, I'm about 105, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an old motherfucker, okay? Okay. So and there was this little record store, right? This is not the one where Professor Longhair worked, so I'm, right, I'm not right. getting to that. Ron, I wish Ron's I, record I, store. I, I, wish I, I wish it were. Mm, that was called Ronnie's. Is that right? Mm-hmm. And so I go in and I... And no, I, Russell's. Yeah. Russell's. And I, I pick out these two records. One, one's long, Professor Long here. Right. A French recording. Right. You know, because there wasn't... He, you know, the, I, I don't think that the, the, the Atlantic... Atlantic. I, I think that they had taken that out of the catalog. Of course, they put it back right. after he came back. Uh, well, maybe they didn't. Maybe, maybe it wasn't in the catalog. But anyway, it wasn't in the store. Let me put it that way. And a, a, a recording on a French label of the Wild Magnolias. Those people had not been recorded in this country again, you know, mm-hmm. and that that was that was my big introduction, you know. I'm like, whoa, yeah. And of course, Willie T was uh, produced that that the Wild Magnolias, right? He yeah. sure did, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And you know, so, we saw when I was in the Robert Cray band in yeah. 1978, the first time any of that kind of stuff came to the West Coast. Mm-hmm. We happened to be on the West Coast, and, and it was like we were big New Orleans fans, and we were big Aaron Neville fans. Yeah. And we had the rare Aaron Neville stuff. Nobody had it. Yeah. And it was like, so we were in Santa Cruz, uh-huh. and we went to a review that was Aaron Neville uh-huh. and uh, the Mardi Gras Indians. Oh, man. And the Mardi Gras, and there was a 16-year-old Ivan Neville. Oh, jeez. And it was George, this whole thing was like, we didn't even, and Aaron Neville got up there and 
played, and that was in 1978. Yeah. And yeah. that's when we first, we freaked yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. It's like the Wild Chapatulas and yeah. Aaron Neville singing Tell It Like It Is. Yeah. And, uh, well, it, it was funny. I mean, be, be, uh, before I went to New Orleans uh, that time, uh, I had found out about two years earlier. Right. And I, and, and I had never made the connection. But right. everything I loved when I was growing up came out of New Orleans. Exactly. <laughs> and right, I had right. no idea that it did. Yeah. You know, but then I, and, and it all sort of came together. You, you and know? I are on the same, yeah. that's the yeah, same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what it was for me? What? It was like my sister brought home um, um, uh, the Dr. John record, Gree Gree. What was the name of that? Something, uh, you know, it was one called... Um, the first one? Yeah, the first yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She brought home that, and I can't remember the, the name. Gilded, Spl- Gilded, Gilded Splinters. Gilded Splinters yeah, on there. Yeah, yeah, Mama yeah, yeah. Rue was Mama on Rue. there. She and was the queen of the little red, red, yeah, yeah. red, white, and blue. That's my favorite record. It's great. I mean, that is. Yeah. So on the back of that record is this, is this liner notes by Dr. John. Right. And there's this name, Professor Longhair. Yeah. And I remember staring at that. Came out in like 70, 71. Yeah. There was 69 or seven, no, yeah. 1970, 69, right. 70. Right. My sister brought that home. Yeah. And I flipped out. I had no idea what I was hearing. Right. I, I yeah. didn't, yeah. but it was so cool. Yeah. And you know, he made that record. You know, he made it on off times because he yes. was a studio, studio musician, of Sonny right. and Chair session. I know, I know. You know? And Ronnie Barron was supposed to and be Ronnie Dr. Barron John. was supposed to be Dr. John. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, uh, you folks out there, and Ronnie Barron is a great keyboard player, friend of Dr. John, whatever. Didn't want to be Dr. John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, that, record, that record turned my world around. And yeah. that's the first time I saw Professor Longhair. Except I have a friend, you know who Bill Rhodes is? Sure. Bill yeah. Rhodes has him. He was responsible for opening the doors for me. I already <laughs> had a nice, tasty record collection. Yeah. But his was bigger. And... Um, he used to have this book that was the uh, all of the blues records made like a discography. Yeah, you know the, yeah. you know, and we used to look at all the wild names on uh-huh. there, and uh-huh. one of them was Professor Longhair and the Shuffling Hungarians. Yes, when I was a little yeah, kid, yeah. I must have been ten years old. I had maybe no, I was young, well, even before that, I had a cousin right. who used to bring over seventy eights. Yeah, and he was older than me. Yeah. I thought he was really old. He's probably he was probably fifteen, you know, right. <laughs> sixteen, and he had. 78s on King. Yeah. And I didn't know what I was listening to. But, but right around the same time, I found on the street a magazine with all these, like, uh, uh, pictures of, of, of black jump loose, like Big J. McNeely and what all those cats. Magazine? It was just a magazine I found on the, on the sidewalk. Really? Yeah, yeah. And I didn't know what they sounded like. Right. But I knew I liked it. Right. I knew I liked what I was looking at. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> I wonder what magazine you've. You saw. Oh, who knows? I mean, it was. Just, I wish I still had it. Yeah. yeah. Probably yeah. like Blues Unlimited out of Europe. No, you know I think I mean? it was. It was more like a one-off. Really? Yeah. Uh, you know, here's the. You know, here's here's a bunch of you know great uh, whoever they uh, whoever they are you know R and B players. But anyway, you're the same blues freak I am. Yeah. So you know, you're, but but I owe I I look up to my elders. I do. <laughs> You were like, you saw a professor? Man, I wish I... I've talked to fellas, you know, that... I see, I just wish I was there. I've talked to somebody, man, uh, that are... How old are you? Is it okay? 71. I'll be 71 this year, in August. Well, you're about a decade older than I am, and I have, you know, 
lots of friends that are a decade older than me. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, yeah, I saw Bobby Bland in Houston. Yeah. I used to go to the Peacock. <laughs> I'm like so envious, yeah. you know, to have that in your... You know. I interviewed Bobby Bland and, and BB together one time. Really? Yes. During their, when they were yeah. doing their thing, doing the their thing to, that would be yeah. about 76 Round or something. Around in there, yeah, it was a TV thing. Yeah. yeah. And I just got, and it was like, holy right. shit. I just walked, walked out of there going like, holy shit. That's a great record, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hope you don't yeah. mind if no, I do no, this. Go right ahead. Um, how long does this interview go? How long have we gone so far? An hour and, what's that mean? 52 minutes. All right. Well, you know, I mean. How we, long are we supposed to go? I don't know. <laughs> we usually go about an hour. Well, listen, let's just for a second, let's get back to the Blues Festival for a minute. Um, oh, doggone it. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I'd even rather sit here and bullshit with no, you the anyway. Blues yeah. Festival, let's yeah, yeah, go. Yeah. I'll, I'll segue into it. I don't want, a lot now, of cool now, acts are now, playing I on don't, it. I, now, I don't, want to, I, I don't want you to reveal anything you don't want to reveal. But do you know what you're going to open with? Um, if I did, I'd have to kill you. I know if that. If I tell you. Really? No, I don't know. Okay. Of course really? I know what I'm going to, but I'm not going right. to say. <laughs> well, I didn't expect you, you to. <laughs> Why? Is it, are you going to play it on your... Oh, jeez. We're going to open up with Low Down Dirty Shame. Is that right? Yeah. I, I always do an intro song, uh-huh. and uh, we're going to open up with Low Down Dirty Shame, and then mm-hmm. we're going to throw in a surprise song I haven't done in years. Really? And we'll, do, we'll be doing some of... Uh-huh. Um, Beautiful Low Down, and uh-huh. there's a couple of songs from A Clean Getaway and some from Soul Shot. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, just we'll, I only have an hour. Yeah. Usually they gave yeah. me 90, but this time they're worried I'm going to drop dead. <laughs> and so they're only giving me an hour. And, you know, I'm going to come out there with a walker. That's great. And an oxygen tank. <laughs> and then I'm going to rip it off. Because <laughs> this thing's going up on Oregon Music News tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> Is that okay? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's funny. That's just really funny. God. Um, well, shit. Um, well, everybody, listen, I got to tell you, everybody's really happy that you're going to be there and everybody can't wait I, to see you, you know, because they're going, oh, fantastic. shit, you know. Is he going to come back? Is he going to be able to sing again? Is he going to, you know, what's going to happen? You know, everybody, you know, because people worry. You know, it seems to me that's funny. Yep, everything's fine. I'm not the only guy that's ever had a bite. I'm telling you, medicine. But today, you're the only didn't guy. Didn't you have one? I have. I have a pacemaker. You have a pacemaker. But you, but but, but, you, but you're the only one yeah. who is Curtis Salgado. Yeah, that's the difference. <laughs> I don't. I don't see that. But thank you, I guess. I was just handed a note. Oh, yeah, yeah. Are you going to be at the Music Millennium tent? That was a, a note from I think Scott I am Cunningham in the daytime. Here. All right. I am in the day around 4, okay. right. 4 p.m. All right, good. Right. Okay. So I can do my show and, uh, you know, but I think yeah. we're going to do it in the daytime. Mm-hmm. And Music Millennium, I just was there the other day to see uh, Doug McLeod. Oh, yeah. And, and every time I walk yeah. into the music, yeah. I have to buy something. So, <laughs> and I swear to God, I probably dropped a cool 20 grand in that place over oh, yeah. the years. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's just over five years. Yeah. And I've been going there a long time. So. 
I've dropped a lot of money in that place, and it's worth every dime. Yeah, well, you know. And Terry Courier is a beautiful person. He's, he, and who does that? Who has a record store Ter- Terry's a, a saint. Yeah, he is. You know? Yeah. Things, uh, are, uh, things have changed, and I'm really yeah. glad that, that is, that's remaining the same. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Are we wrapping it up? I'm feeling it. We could. We could. I could keep going. I could talk music all day. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? I want to talk about um, um, uh, you and, and, and plans and, and the, the second the ideas you have for, for some New Orleans uh, type songs on, on you know on, that you can record. What kind of ideas do I yeah, have? Yeah, yeah. I like it all. Yeah. I mean. Uh, you know, there's so much music out there, so I'm going to go off a little bit. There's so much music out there that it almost doesn't matter what you do. Yeah. How, how you, you want to get noticed, and the competition is over the line. You take Portland, for instance. How many bands are in Portland? So, I mean, thousand. Yeah. And they last for three minutes. Right. You know, so how do you get your... I'm very lucky to be on the cover of your Oregon Music News, you know. This is an honor. It's hard. It would be very hard because the competition. So what does that have to do with the, you know, you make a record, I want it to be noticed. Yeah. But there's there's tons of stuff out there. Uh-huh. So honey, and then as an artist, I want to be different. Yeah. I want to be something that, you know, I want to be a pioneer. That ain't going to happen. It's already been done. It's already been done. There's nothing new under the sun. Hey, that's a song. It's <laughs> already been done. There's nothing new under the sun. Anyhow, it is, so what kind of a New Orleans thing? Mm-hmm. Man, I'd love to do a jazz record. I'd yeah. love to do, oh. uh, yeah, uh, and write um, and do some rare standards. Mm-hmm. I'd love to do a big band record, mm-hmm. like I sang with Room Full of Blues. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, like uh, Buddy Johnson. Yeah. kind of record with yeah. an orchestra. Yeah. Only yeah. Yeah. blues uh-huh. leaning, which is the same as jazz. Right. Secondly, a lot of people out there think that blues means drunk, cookie dough monster voice. You got a tongue like them like this. And it's not. Right. You know, if it doesn't sound like shit, then it's not the blues. <laughs> A friend of mine who is a very good guitar player said, man, I was in a radio station, and he was playing this stuff, and he said, what do you think? And my friend said, it sounds generic like all the other kind of biker blues bands, you know, yeah. which means, listeners, not that anything wrong with bikers. I have a lot of friends that are bikers, but I mean, that is the right. cookie dough singer, and singing... And the next song, you see what I mean? Yeah. It's the Dumpty Dump, which right. I love, but every song is that. So blues is starting to sound generic. Yeah. Nobody's doing anything. And the radio stations, they think that's what the blues is. Right. They think it is um, bad to the bone. I'm yeah. bad to the bone. I'm, it's, you know, <laughs> it's, it's not. Yeah. And so my friend went, have you ever heard of John Cleary? And the DJ goes, no, I never have. Oh, man. And my friend stood up and went to the back, and, and the guy had five or six John Cleary albums, which was, came with it, which was in the studio. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you folks out there, DJs have got all these CDs, 
And he, and he had a collection of John Cleary. So he pulls it out and he plays it to the guy and the guy goes, oh, that sounds, it's too nice. It's too <laughs> slick. It's too good. What? It's too, yeah. See, you're, there is you're a John unique. Cle- there's a you're John, unique. There's a John Cleary tune that you should do. Let me finish. All right, go ahead. You're unique. All right. Because what's being raised nowadays and what a lot of people, they don't know shit about music and they're spinning it. And that's what's disappointing. There are no more Leonard Feathers. Yeah. There are no more people that, you know, that really are, they're just playing. That's not the blues to me. It's got to be out of tune. It's yeah. got to sound like the Cookie Monster singing. And it's got to be kind of sloppy and beat up because it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And that's what's disheartening. Now, mm-hmm. you ask me about songs, yeah. you know. It's just sometimes I just, you know, what kind of music, what kind of New Orleans stuff? All of it. I like it all. But it's, it's got to be sophisticated. Yeah. It's got to be crafted. And it's got to sound good. And guess what? It's going to be in pitch. And guess what? It's, the guitars are going to be in tune. Yeah. And the musicianship is going to be excellent. Yeah. And uh, that's what I think is what's wrong with a lot of the stuff that I'm hearing these days. It's just like, it's shit. And it's done a million times. There's a few artists out there that are knocking it out of the park, but not a lot. Only yeah. a handful. Yeah. Only a handful. And the rest of me are just like wannabes. And I'm not going to say who or whatever. I'll tell you who I think is good. I okay. think, of course, you know, they're not failing at all when they say that Gary Clark Jr. is good. He's mm-hmm. very good, sings good, and, uh, you know, great guitar player, you know. And uh, there's a few other ones out there that I think we were talking mm-hmm. about that. Uh, he's not blues, but he's yeah. rock and roll. Right. J.D. McPherson, yeah. great voice. Rockabilly kind of feel, country mm-hmm. kind of you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. kind of thing, and that, um, you know, but the blues is hurting, mm. and I don't think a lot of people are actually. I think the DJs are at fault too. They'll play anything, and they'll actually say that anything is. This is amazing. Yeah. It's like, are you kidding me? There's a thousand <laughs> of these. Yeah. Pick somebody that sticks in the right. cream that rises to the top. Right. You know. So right. there, I just blowed okay. All right. But there is a John Cleary tune. Yes. That I am recommending that you do. Okay. Ain't ready for the boneyard. What record is that on? The last one. Uh, oh, really? Go-Go Juice. What's it called? The, uh, the record's I don't called, have this record yet. It's great. It's called... That record, well, he, this he, is he, the he, latest he, he, one he, he did, He won right? a Grammy for it. For this the year? Last year. Last year. What's it called? The album is called Go Go Juice. But oh, the I tune I is, don't have that the one. The tune yet. is called Boneyard. Ain't ready for the Boneyard. Ain't ready for the Boneyard. He's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on Clean Getaway, you know. Is that right? Yeah. He plays, yeah. that's the piano player yeah, on. Yeah. Wow. I got to work with him a couple times, uh-huh. record with him. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He helped me write a song a little bit uh-huh. called uh-huh. What's Up With That. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of had it. He goes, man, make a suggestion. And, uh, well, when we're done here, I'm going to get yeah. on Spotify and let you hear that tune. Oh, great. It's really good. Yeah. It's, it's I love John super Cleary. Funky, man. It's just super so, you know, I just kind of went off on a tangent there. Yeah. But really, I just gave you the, the, the sad news. Yeah. You know. <laughs> you know. 
Well, look, thank you so much for coming in, man. I really appreciate every every minute that you that you could spend in here. I love talking with you. You know, yeah. I, mean, uh, I love talking about music. Yeah, I could tell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, um, and the listeners that listen in, and all you people out there that have supported me uh, spiritually, and uh, come up and said hello or say nice things and whatever and those of you that cared and and those that uh, um, donated you know of course and but it doesn't really matter man i can feel it i feel the love and uh it's believe me it keeps you humble you know i'm a lucky 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 man i'm lucky in terms of there was an emergency room in the middle of the middle of nowhere right you know you know what i almost kept going i know it was very bizarre yeah so. Well, I hope you stop by our booth, which is in the Louisiana Pavilion, right? If you're going to be at Music Millennium, you know. Um, is your booth there? It, it's, it's in the Louisiana Pavilion. Yeah, it has been. It's our eighth year. Really? I didn't yeah. know this. Yeah, sure. I usually drop yeah. in, play my set, and split. I know. Are you, near the, are you near the Zydeco thing? Yeah. Oh, I yeah, love yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Who's, uh, is the Chubby Carrier's coming? Yeah. Right. You know, they're, they're usual, the usual people that they have. It's, right. it's, it's great, you know. All right. Right. Well, listen, thanks a lot. Handshake. Take care. We're handshaking right now. All right, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I love you, Tom. You support love you too. this stuff. You're yeah. last of the hipsters. <laughs> okay, right. thank you. You're, you're 105, it's I true. I am 105. Yeah, but I feel every year of it, too. Yeah. <laughs> This little life And all the things I've been through I've been knocked down So many times Hard times ain't nothing new I've been cut from stem to stern So back up again Lost my brother to the needle Lost my wife to her best friend
still standing Yeah.